Welcome back to another special episode of Blake's Take. You all seem to love the last time I did a Philomath Warrior football game slash Beaver basketball t- game take. So we're doing another one. So unfortunately, this time the, the Warriors took on Amity in the battle of uh, undefeated teams, but it wasn't as close as we were expecting it to be. Amity built up a 22-point lead in the first half as the dominant Warriors defense could not contain the quick and powerful Amity offense, often losing contain on the outside and getting pushed back by large Amity running backs. Offensively, the Warriors struggled to get anything going in the first quarter, just not being able to go anywhere. Isaiah Blackburn slipped up on several plays, and the offensive line was just struggling to adjust to this insane Amity defense with six men in the box. 3 by 3 stack. However, in the in the second quarter, the Warriors started get to get things going and got a good-looking drive going early in the second with two big connections between Jensen and May, with a big one by May over the top of an Amity defender and then a one on the quick out. Yet, on one of May's receptions, especially that one on the quick out, he landed awkwardly on his leg, resulting in an injury that would keep him out for the rest of the game. Very unfortunate loss for the Warriors, but more unfortunately... This wasn't the Warriors' only loss. May was injured, but then Gio Abul-Said was also one of the starting linemen who had to sit out for the game due to an injury of his own. And then later, the Warriors lost starting quarterback Caleb Jensen to a shoulder injury in which he landed on an Amity defender helmet, and he left the game and did not return. This left freshman Caden Mir going from starting tackle. He had to fill in the place of Geo. He's not an offensive lineman. He's normally a quarterback. And then we get into that where Caleb goes down with an injury. And he comes in as a quarterback in his first ever high school game. What a heck of a first high school game for Caden Mir. Starting that offensive t- tackle. And then the man peels off his jersey and goes in at QB1. What a game for Mir. Although the Warriors did not come out with the win, powerful running back David Griffith made his return to the gridiron. After a shoulder injury that he is often recovered from, he got cleared on Thursday to play. He rushed for 30 yards and scored the Warriors' lone touchdown in the loss. This is a tough pill for the Warriors to swallow, but they will continue to persevere and strive forward as they try and finish the season strong in the second half. This was a tough team. They were third in state. They they got third in state last year. Amity had a very good game plan. Their kids come through an incredible program over there. They run the same offense continually. This Warriors offense has gone through three different offenses in the past three years for these kids. So it's very hard to adjust, not to mention all the injuries and setbacks. They You lose a contender for all-state tight end in time A and also the 6'6 edge rusher in him. And then you also lose a starting with a very limited offensive line already. You lose Gio Abu Saeed. That is no fun. And then, not to mention, I forgot to mention that Carson Girding broke his pinky before the game, which left him only being able to play defense and not be, and the Warriors not being able to take advantage of the uh, effective screenplay that they had against Dayton with Girding, in which he had four receptions for 38 yards in that Dayton game. But he wasn't able to play offense this game because it's kind of hard to catch with the pinky. And then also Alec Russell, who last game in against Dayton hurt his wrist, had a cast on. 
the Warriors, uh, the Warriors just looked like a hospital, just fighting through injuries left and right. It was a big of a struggle. The Warriors team is so small already, and with injuries setting them back, it was just unfortunate. The the cards were against them in this one, and they're gonna try and bounce back, and hopefully they can be full health after this. We they get a few days off, and they will they will come back to practice on Wednesday practice through and take on the Cottage Grove JV, which is the, really their only team that they have on Monday, and then we'll try and get redemption and another win and try and get that bad taste of Clemens Field out of their mouth and put a good taste to ride these seniors out in their last game on Clemens Field next on April 3rd on Friday against Staten. They're trying to get another redemption against Staten after they the Warriors lost on homecoming last year after a two-touchdown lead at halftime. So, Hopefully the Warriors will be able to come back full health because when they are full health, they are a scary team to watch and super, more importantly, a very fun team to watch. Warriors, get healthy, get better, get well soon. On to the opening round of the NCAA tournament where the Beavs took on Tennessee in hopes of getting their first ticket to the second round of the dance in nearly 40 years. The Bees took advantage of the Volunteers' poor shooting, 8 for 31, 19-point performance in the first half. Oh, you can spell U-G-L-Y ugly in that one. With the Bees sharing the ball around, everyone getting a piece of the, the basket to take the 14-point lead at half. Oh my gosh, Tennessee, poor, poor shooting. And Bees were like, oh, we're on fire, so let's get it. Then in the second half, the Beaver sharpshooting continued from beyond the arc as they had this familiar mentality of hometown hero Damian Lillard hitting a ridiculous amount of threes from ridiculous range to maintain their 14-point lead into the end. The projected last seed in the Pac-12 Beavs take down a former top 10 team in the nation to advance to the round of the 32 to face top NBA prospect Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State in the battle of OSU versus OSU. It's going to be a good one in the round of 32, but let's talk about the incredible performance with the Bees. Oh my gosh, talk about Jared Lucas hitting some key shots outside. And talk about number 11. Oh, number 11 for the Bees is getting insane shots up there. What incredible shots on him on the stretch. And what about Tennessee's poor shooting? 8 for 31. 19 first half points against a, they were a former top 10 team. It was definitely a tale of two seasons in different halves for the Tennessee. They started the year 8 and 1, number 6 in the AP top 25 poll. Then they finished the season 8 and 8. And then for the and then for the Beavers, they started rough with like an 0 and 3 start to start the season, and then they come back and they won like eight of their last nine, stretching from late in the season into the incredible Pac-12 tournament that they had, taking down teams there, and now they took down Tennessee. What a win for the Bees, becoming just a 12 seed, taking on a 5 seed, and they just show that they are loving the underdog mentality. Great win, Bees, and I hope that you win against in the round of 32 against Oklahoma State in the Battle of OSU. We know what the real OSU is, and the Beavers are going to bring a good Sweet 16 to Corvallis. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. Hope you enjoyed all that about the unfortunate, it's unfortunate that the Warriors lost. 
But I hope you enjoyed the news and what how they can improve and the hopes and knowing why how the injuries set them back in this game and how they can continue to improve and finish out their second half of their season strong and know that this will be the only bump in their incredible season this year. As well as the Beavs getting an incredible victory over Tennessee with their sharp shooting, taking advantage of the ugly shooting by Tennessee. Great win there for the Beavs. So proud of them. I'm hoping they can get that sweet, sweet, sweet 16 against Oklahoma State. It's going to happen. We know those beefs. They're going to come at it. And sure as heck, they're going to win it. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all the support on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Hope you all enjoyed. And I'm going to catch you all in the next one.